0: Hi guys, the following episode of Jiski Pop contains mature language and sexual content. Listener discretion is advised.
1: I am which you have from your side. If you want your life, come up. And is in your head, throw it out and throw it out. This is Papu, and this is Sweetie, and you're listening to Chisky Pop, your bi-weekly dose of all things sexy, bassy, funny, and filmy. Take me back to Mexico that can't come, to sun would turn the sun, you are high on me, want to vibe with me. Take me back to Mexico that can't come, to sun would turn the sun, you are right on me, want to vibe with me. Welcome. To episode 77 this week, guys, we will be talking about witches and women and the witchy ways of women. So right from the history of how witches were persecuted to the modern day rise of witchcraft and how women are finding solidarity and sisterhood in their covens today. And in keeping with the theme, I will be doing a tarot reading for Sweetie right on the show and we will be sharing our top 10 witchy movie recommendations for October so tune in
0: Welcome to this week's episode everybody. This happens to fall on the very witchy month of October mm. and uh, of course for all of uh, those that have been a long time listener or listen to our last week's episode, you know that we call this Yash Chopra season. Apart from like, didn't we also call it like Sad Girl Autumn or something, right?
1: Yeah, we had that. And also it's cuffing season. And cuffing season. Uh, And, uh, you know, it's the start of the festive season because now you have Diwali, then you have all the other um, holidays that come. But yeah. Which
0: is why we didn't have an episode last week because Papu was out for Navratri.
1: Yay. Yes. And
0: also you were sick. I was sick. I was very sick. It's flu season also. Yes, it's flu season. My God, so many things. <laughs> happening right now, yeah. I'm like sicker than a dog, uh, yes. So basically, uh, I was sick, and before that, I was I don't know, we actually missed two, we were gone for a while, actually. Papu, <laughs> uh, but yes, stuff
1: happens. Lana. I would like to think that our listeners have a very interesting life where they do not miss us (laughs) so uh, well i got a couple of
0: uh messages though yo we got some like hey hello what's going on and i'm like oh it's papu's fault (laughs) just blame papu
1: okay well
0: the good news is that we're back right and it is halloween papu are you going to be attending any parties or anything like that uh
1: no but that's a, a quick question you know that's a very interesting thing maybe we should ask that to each other at the end of the episode of what would we dress up as if we are going or if we are whatever have anything planned but that's a question to ask at the end i have my outfit planned out so i can't wait to tell you actually. oh okay wow i know i'm so proud of
0: myself <laughs> look at you uh yes. i'm sorry to say papu but you and i no longer are from the same country just
1: you now. Oh, yes, of course. It's official, it's official. guys. Um, you've got like, a, which color passport is that? Red?
0: I don't know. I haven't applied for my passport yet.
1: What? Then it's not even
0: official. Dude, that's <laughs> what my dad said. He's like, oh, you don't have your passport. How do I know you're Canadian? I'm like, I got a certificate and I I shook the hands of a judge. I'm Canadian. Well, trust me. I, I yeah. can vote. I can vote in the upcoming election. So. I need
1: to see your passport picture. That's <laughs>
0: such an immigrant Desi thing to think. Like, where's your passport, yad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know passport means it's a port of entry right it's used used at ports of entry that's all you pass through
1: i do not know anything i need to see that password but yeah you will get it but you already are a canadian i am congratulations for that thanks i cried i didn't expect it they played Mm -hmm. this
0: really cheesy video of like goose flying over a lake and like mounties riding a moose and then i just burst into tears and i was like oh
1: my god oh my god (laughs) It was
0: really it emotional. It could be like a
1: mock uh, and then suddenly there'll be Seth Rogen saying something <laughs> in that SNL voice. Yeah,
0: that's true. They put a picture of Justin <laughs> Bieber in the background. and then like
1: <laughs> Or Celine Dion. Uh, one of those PowerPoint presentations that dissolve and splinter uh, into actually, pictures. Actually, no, <laughs> that,
0: that's, what, that's what it was, Papu. The, the video was like that. It was a lot of that. PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> a lot of fading in <laughs> of images moving around and it made me cry. Uh, No, it's great. I can't believe it. I'm Canadian. I didn't think I'd be emotional, but it's fun. Uh, Not that it makes me any less Indian because I don't think the passport as my identity or whatever. It's just now I don't have to apply for a visa when I go to Europe.
1: (laughs) Of course. So you are just like Akshay Kumar. Oh, my
0: God. I'm just like hey wait a minute that's what the hell that was a backhanded compliment take that back <laughs> uh, uh yeah i guess i am yeah I'm, I'm like all those privileged desis now yay uh i don't know what to do i'm gonna keep my i'm gonna become an oci indian i guess or whatever because india doesn't allow dual citizenship which i wish, wish it uh-huh. did pakistan allows dual citizenship why doesn't india allow it it's so well, annoying it's
1: it's like one of those... Either you're in or you're out, you I know? I know, that's kind of intense, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, pick a side, Jay Hind. Pick a side, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, yes. So, uh, yeah, Papu, so now, like, if we travel and stuff, like, it's going to be amazing because I'm going to be, like, in a separate immigration line from you. And I'll be like, hi, b***h, ha, ha, ha. I'm, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Papu, I'm just kidding. Don't hate me. Mm-hmm. I've been through those immigration lines. They're the worst. But, yeah, anyway, so now that I'm Canadian... I'm like super excited for like everything. so yes, been a good year for me. More traveling. Anyway, but yeah, other than that, Papu, can you please give our listeners um, an update on what Navratri was like? I want to know because oh, okay. you put up a lot of food porn <laughs> on your Instagram, you put up Gujarati breakfast which looked like heaven. Um, uh, there was like a bowl of fried chili somewhere which I was just like oh so desi
1: yeah well that's uh good breakfast for the sera is uh, jalebi Gatia. Uh yeah believe it or not people have this for breakfast which is really um like jalebi is uh, the batter is- uh, fried in syrup yeah what is it Ghee? it's like an orange-ish Tinge and, it's and it has like, like a like, batter. Yeah, it's
0: fried sugar syrup, right? Yeah. It's heavenly. It's like crispy on the outside
1: and then gooey on the inside. and Oh, God, yeah jalebi. And if you look oh. close, you can see like little golden bubbles trapped in the batter and like, yay, I'll set you free in my stomach. oh yummy and so what is ghatia is basically made of gram flour and it's rolled and again fried so yeah Uh, yay heart disease and diabetes in one meal Woohoo!
0: just kidding sorry yes my dad is
1: so dramatic he said that if ever I am told that I have diabetes I will die oh my god
0: uncle Jeez. calm down okay first (laughs) of all every single desi I know except for you has at least one parent with diabetes including me uh-huh. okay if you're an Indian uncle you most likely have diabetes because of your drinking and all Dutch that
1: would that my parents are fine
0: you should feel like a your family is a unicorn if neither of your desi parents have have yes. diabetes I mean it guys because Almost everyone I know. Is, and it's so common with them. Anyway, it's so, like, yeah, what do you expect with like jalebi exactly. for breakfast? So if
1: anyone <laughs> wants to procreate, I bring really good jeans to the table. She brings
0: really good jeans and really <laughs> good cooking. I hope you can make this jalebi breakfast for me one day, Papu. Yeah,
1: sure. I will. When I'm there, don't worry. You just have to wait for me to be there. Then I'll make sure that you celebrate all these these events and everything. Yeah, you really needed an Indian Aww. person around you to yeah, remind you I don't you want to that, just celebrate. You know, that's what, when I was in the hostel, I never used to know half of the things until I... Yeah. And in my hostel, because there were other Indian girls and it was a Guju community hostel, like we used to get to know like this is this day and our um, kitchen used to make special foods for the days when then you're supposed to like fast or whatever. No one fasts, by the way, but it's just called fasting. You fasted though. You fasted this time, no? Um, it's. You told me you were going to. Okay, well, basically Navratri nine days is just that you don't eat eggs or whatever. Mm. That's
0: it. Oh right, egg egg karma. I forgot. Yes, yes sorry, egg no.
1: karma. Yeah. Anyways, but we have an amazing episode lined up for you guys. We're so excited. Um, oh, this is, this is yes, Papu's forte, all of this.
0: This <laughs> is all little Papadopkins. Uh, what can our listeners expect, Papu? Because you worked really hard on this.
1: Oh, and I'm well, very excited. I don't know working hard. But I just had fun because, let's see. All right, so. I can tell. Okay, are you guys ready? Uh, I, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. yes. All right. <laughs> all right. So, for episode 77 this week, we talk about witches and women <gasps> oh. and the witchy ways of women. Oh mm. my God, the word play is killing me.
0: <laughs> killing <laughs> I
1: know, okay <laughs> oh, I love it. So right from the history of how witches were persecuted to the modern day rise of witchcraft and how women are finding solidarity and sisterhood in their covens, okay? So we will be talking about... That and in keeping with the theme, this is something exciting which I'm dying to do, guys. I will be doing a live tarot reading for sweetie. Oh I'm so excited. Oh my god. Plus so plus there's another plus okay oh we me and sweetie will be sharing our top 10 witchy movie recommendations for october oh,
0: oh my god i have so many i'm surprised at how many witch movies i could name mm. which is
1: perfect yeah i know actually you know what that there, there should be a whole playlist of because there are so many good movies with witches right like so many like like Waking. comedy scary like so many i love it yes okay so then before we start
0: okay let's take a break because then we want to like ease our listeners in papu you warm up get your energy flowing and everything you know all right all right (laughs) okay awesome okay guys we'll be back after a quick music break
1: conversation you know with witches okay because that's the main starting point for our podcast yes right now uh what do you know about witches i want to know what was your first introduction when you were young about when you heard about witches what is it that captured your imagination
0: Um, honestly the first first ever introduction to witches was by Roald Dahl because we had his books for literature and we actually had the witches (laughs) as one of the books and I remember that was like my favorite one because that was when I started realizing it was turning toward the dark side right as a kid already (laughs) so I was like I like this (laughs) and I remember reading about the witches and it was kind of it's his own lore that he created about it you know witches. um Basically wore masks, Ah. uh, human masks to cover their scary features. They didn't have hair, long, scary nails. They were evil. They were so scary. Oh, my God. So... That was kind of it. I, and I didn't really grow up with Halloween so or any of that stuff. So I didn't really know m- much else about witches until I went to college. Yeah. Okay,
1: so when you studied this in school, did they actually show you the movie also? No, I, I actually ended up watching
0: that by myself and it was terrifying. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, it
1: is scary. Like, it could give you nightmares. I watched it on,
0: on <laughs> tape, videotape. Okay, I watched it on. VHS. VHS, yes, thank you. And I, yeah, Papu, oh my God, it was terrifying I know it still gives me nightmares okay I watched it as an adult and I was like oh my god this is traumatic like holy cow <laughs> this is really scary it
1: is and actually that's the beauty of Roald Dahl's stories it's uh you yes. know they're they're so terrifying but they're Perfect for kids. There's somehow like Grimm's Tales, which are really gory, but somehow kids just love it because, again, it, it's fun. There was the illustration of Quentin Blake, which made it so yes. cool. Quirky. It gave it that really
0: quirky art style. And yeah, it was it was really amazing. I loved uh, that book and I love the depiction of witches. But there's so many versions. Like I realized much le- you know, when I was much older that there there's so many ways to describe a witch. I, you yeah. And, and what it means to us that is
1: true i think my first introduction was the movie hocus pocus i remember watching oh. it in uh, uh, on an air india flight and that was when you know you travel on the plane there used to be one central screen next to the, oh, the, uh, the yes. you know the the seats where you have the cribs and everything And everyone would have to kind of just, you know, put their head neck up to kind of see that. But me and my brother would be just, you know, hanging on the headrest of the person ahead of us. I can't imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, lovely.
0: (laughs) So they must have loved that.
1: (laughs) And watching the movie. When I was young, I mean, I actually got the whole story. Like, I must be like maybe six years old or something. And I loved it. Um, but that was my introduction to like the western concept of witches you know Right. You, yeah but in Indian lore also we have the word Dayan right so there were always Dayan. those stories Chudel. Chudel, yes Chudel yes. Dayan so there used to be like really bad 90s movies with scary yes, witches yes. like basically jinns or spirits they're not like the western version with pointy hats and black robes they're with white clothes and i don't know oh
0: and they just to be like graveyard women or whatever like and, usually and they, when the they, fog would appear they'd appear
1: the other way around face uh, the other way it's So <laughs> freaky
0: and they're like chipkali like r- lizards right also yeah, that's what they are that's yeah i didn't learn that until like i'm fairly certain like my sister's <laughs> tortured me with those witch stories as a kid because that's scary ah that is but but why why did you decide uh besides this being Halloween season, why did you want to talk about witches? Why did this get you so excited? Because I could well, tell you were like, ha, ha,
1: ha, witches. <laughs> I have been like um, hearing about witches a lot and also about uh, how, uh, you know, women in the modern they are repurposing the word and um, mm. you know uh, using that and making it their owning it because uh, if you see in pop culture also. Uh, there are so many shows and uh, which depict witches in a much more cooler light, like Sabrina, you know, a teenage <gasps> witch, like, oh, she gives me life. Yeah, life. She's like so young, feisty, opinionated, you know, she oh, yeah. forges her own path. And she, you know, she looks so good in Velvet and Lace Jokers. Oh, my God. Yes. So everyone <laughs> wants to be a witch. Like, Hell yeah. everybody
0: wants to be a witch. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Uh, but do you, Papu, feel con- connection toward the whole mythology of witches? Like, what is it about? Well,
1: it's a, it's not one mythology. It's it, it's very, a lot of different things, you know. And uh, what I connect to more is the sisterhood that comes with the word coven.
0: Yes. You know.
1: Yes. It's, uh Yes. It, it's a gathering. It's when in and also I'm someone who. I know this is like really wishy-washy talk or whatever, but I believe in like the energy. Like when you walk into a room, sometimes you have, you feel good. I feel every living thing, plants and people have an energy that around them. Some people are more attuned to those things, some are less. Uh, But there is no denying that every person living does uh, exude that. And witchcraft is... And kind of the the witchcraft that we talk about now in popular culture just uh, uh, makes use of that. So it's just something that I really gravitated towards because this is the month where you're talking about all the things magical. uh, and. This would be a perfect time to kinda talk about witches. Hell yeah. I mean It's true. It just feels like the the season just brings like
0: this sense of like eeriness and like darkness. Yeah. Maybe because it's cuffing season and we're kind of stuck <laughs> indoors. Not not for Papu though, but we're stuck <laughs> indoors and you kind of feel more like, I wanna do something like magical I get it girl I feel
1: you yeah the the
0: the weather kind of has this energy like electricity to the air
1: and also you know you uh right now you hear like a lot of um people on the news especially like you know it really irks me when uh, you see these tweets by Donald Trump where he calls it a Witch hunt. I'm sorry to, you know, say his name, but he calls it a witch hunt when uh, he's been accused of things which he's actually done, whatever. Uh, That's such so stupid. Yeah. I know, right? Because the word is used to uh, when, you know, a vulnerable part of society that is women are targeted when no one is on their side. Whereas he has. A lot of people on his side. It's not a witch hunt, you know. It's he's just being brought to task, anyways. But uh, I would like to take the power back. And you know, when it does come to witches and witchcraft, there's just so yeah. much that we can
0: talk about. Like a witch, the word witch is in like every part of our lingo, and we don't even realize it. Yeah.
1: Well, I thought we will, you know, maybe use this episode to talk about the history of witches. Uh, from a feminist point of view, understand, yeah, why they were demonized. Um, and we can talk about the modern mm. wave of witches and Wicca and the resurgence of them in popular culture. Why are women you know unionizing over this and uh, you know dressing up as them when they're protesting Mm. Um, why what is this newfound interest in witches and uh, hopefully in that way you know we can reveal our own inner witches so yeah
0: all right so here's a bit of history All right. And unfortunately, it's mostly going to be Western and white centric for now. Yeah. In the late 1500s to the to the mid 1600s in Eastern Europe and early colonial America, women were called out as witches purely based on societal suspicion. For example, if a woman was outspoken, she was a witch. She if she owned land or had a great deal of assets, then she was the witch. If she was widowed or a spinster, she was considered out of the ordinary and, again, therefore deemed a witch. True. Or if she had sex out of wedlock that is showed sexual agency she was accused of luring men yeah. and therefore
1: a witch yeah luring men that is oh god and not to mention that the guy you know uh, would be equally complicit of that but it was usually the women who was uh, um targeted for breaking up a marriage or whatever she was in and with her witchy ways yes. her witchy ways don't we see that also in tabloid culture where the women is oh always god, yes. vilified uh, you know, of course. If, if it's the um, uh, babysitter or whatever for Ben Affleck, uh, it's... You talk Why was she supposed to look like that? It's not my fault.
0: It's <laughs> she lured me with her magical prowess <laughs> like I couldn't help myself. So yeah. I love how men try to blame women for thinking with their d- I know. know. Sorry. Yes, please go on. So uh,
1: during that time, like you have to give it to these medieval people. Like seriously, they are so inventive with things Like you just have to look at the medieval torture devices uh, to see how inventive they are. So during that time, they also had a lot of um, uh, these innovative ideas about. And so they had these tests which uh, could tell if a woman was a witch, you know. Uh, Oh, really? So so one of them, which I found just really funny, is where they would bake a witch cake, which is made of rye flour and uh, with the pee of the accused woman. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Oh! Then this cake is fed to a local dog and uh, then the community observes to see if it showed any behaviors um, of a witch or whatever I don't know what that is supposed to specify I guess they just left it to you know like I guess this was entertainment for them (laughs) They didn't have any TVs, so... No, it was. (laughs) It was, I think, when we just
0: completely embraced our dark side and we didn't really, you know, look at the morality of what we were doing. And
1: listen to this. So this was also something that you see a lot in movies. I think uh, uh, which show, like the Salem Witch Hunt and everything, Uh, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the women who were accused of witchcraft, they were searched physically for mark of a witch. This included any kind of birthmarks, scars or even an extra nipple yeah they say about three nipples right a witch yeah so that was that's where it comes from from the medieval times oh my god yeah and you find a lot of these cool woodcut designs in uh showing like a woman with three nipples and a horn or horns and stuff like that uh so the the bad thing is obviously that you know birthmarks are natural everyone has them but in this case they would use that against them and say that that is um, a proof that this woman is a witch and if she would deny it, it they would accuse her of lying and yeah, the devil yeah. speaking through her you know so it wasn't very good to live during the 1600s most likely you would be stoned to death or burnt at the stake. This is one thing, Babu, I swear I remember this from somewhere. Uh, in the Salem witch trials during that time, didn't they get didn't they use sex as a way to cure women? I think you're talking not about the medieval period. This is came a little later. This was during the uh, Victorian era. The Victorian era uh, was when women were, you know, in those corsets and those Big, uh, you know, like, black dresses. Um, so, if female sexuality was so stifled that a lot of times uh, women, you know, just because... They cannot express themselves or even sex is not something. Like Victorian times, uh, even after marriage, you had separate bedrooms. Having the same bedroom is something which is very modern, by the way. It's only about 150 years old or 100 years old. So... A, that's how it was in it, the Western part. OK, I'm not talking about any other uh, culture. Oh, they freaked. They freaked. We were all witches in their eyes. Oh, my God. Exactly. So that's why a lot of pagan cultures were uh, looked down upon by Christianity. Um, and uh, uh, what happened later on was, at least in Latin America and all also was, uh, uh, the people over there learned to incorporate uh, pagan culture rituals into um, uh, the the existing uh, into the new Christian cultures so that's why you had certain holidays that coincide both for pagans and Christianity um, oh. so like for example even uh, in October you have uh, or Halloween again has a significance and Actually, it's a pagan religion, right? It's just uh, co-opted for, uh, you know, capitalists uh, to make more money. And for girls to dress slutty.
0: But yes, which is fine, which is totally okay. I don't mind that.
1: Um, but but the modern day witch is not
0: likely to be stoned or hanged. Yeah. Right? At least yeah. not in real life. And it has been. Like witches and witchcraft have been destigmatized today. But women who voice their opinions are still yeah. vilified today. There's still like a witch hunt every time a woman opens her mouth or says anything. That is
1: true. You only have to go on Twitter to see that happen. And. And it's a very uh, uh-huh. toxic and sad minefield to travel because, uh-huh. yeah, it, you do not... Sometimes it's hard to be a woman with opinions on Twitter. Look at poor little Greta Thunberg yes. and what she's
0: going through. There's a massive witch hunt after that. 16-year-old exactly. with a voice and an opinion, and she's right. It's wonderful. Everyone's like, demon, demon.
1: <laughs> How dare she speak the truth? Yeah, it would be right to call that her a victim of a witch hunt not that cheetos man no absolutely so um again yeah it, it is true uh, but again we were jumping a little ahead over there so here's a question uh more like you know me just asking out loud me thinking okay when it comes to witchcraft and like you said horoscopes okay uh no we didn't talk about horoscopes but i'm asking that uh why it's the same yeah. family well it falls into that area you know So we'll call it that new age genus let's just yeah it's the same thing go on so yeah why do you think women are more drawn to them it, it, it's true like guys usually don't say it out loud. yes yeah, so I think uh, again when I'm asking that question I think it's mostly when you look at western societies it's uh, you see that skew in uh, among the sexes yeah. but in India it's different like you have horoscopes as such a big Mm. part of uh the hindu culture and everything like it's a part of getting married and all of that that i don't think there is that skew um indian men's are exception to the rule at least i have never run into
0: a friend that okay wasn't desi Mm -hmm. or like if i ever ran into a woman the chances of her asking me about my sign or commenting on our compatibility are so high compared to a guy i have never heard a guy ever talk about
1: yeah horoscopes
0: even a desi guy though like even if we were just chatting yeah. i'd never hear a desi guy be like uh-huh yeah you know i did my horoscope my mummy did my horoscope the other day and found out i was no. it's always my chick friends that are doing it i
1: do you think that, that there is a skew in the age demographic maybe the uncle men believe in horoscopes but the n- i don't know but the new men, like i mean but then again you have a lot of men who are uh you know uh, like certain depictions in uh, movies uh, where men are like, oh my God, I'm Manglico, I'm never going to get a girl. Or why don't Western men like it? What's the thi- what's the deal with and that? And I, I really Western want to know men. because, you know, sometimes guys look down upon this and uh, he, I'm like, why? So I did a little bit of research and uh, I found this uh, reason that uh, sociologists gave, which I thought was pretty apt. Uh, where he said that uh, because we live in a male-dominated society, where men tend to dominate roles uh, associated to power and privilege. So they kind of hold these roles of power and privilege. Uh, Women are more likely to accept uh, the psychological comfort and the institutional support of religion. Um, So... That's why you see women being more religious mm. and uh, because it provides them with that psychological comfort. Uh, and similar is with horoscopes. Um, what really made sense was this other, um, uh, other uh, you know explanation that was provided by a psychologist who said that uh, women are more likely to uh, you know subscribe to astrologies because they have an external locus of control and uh, now locus of control yes L-O-C. LOC that is what we call LOC and it really piqued wait, me wait hold on because you're smart you have some kind of psychology yes thing I, I, I did I did my BA in psychology so son of a motherless goat look at the smarty pants and in fact I did uh, uh, so we had practicals where you would conduct uh, these tests on a subject and one of the tests... Did you get to play were, with monkeys? No, uh, human subjects. Okay. So we would invite them to our labs, usually our friends or people that we could... Oh, have with People so cool. who happen to be around, we like, please, can you be my subject? Right. How oh, yeah. fun. So, yeah, I know. It's so much fun. So locus of controls is one of the tests that were devised to understand. Uh, so in a simple way, uh, when something happens to you, There are two ways you can look at it. One is uh, think that, uh, you know, if something bad happens to you, be like, oh my God, the world is against me. It's my bad luck. Um, And the other thing Mm. is that uh, where you say, okay, this is another test. And I mean, it's just testing my inner strength, whatever, I'm going to get over this obstacle. So in these two approaches, what is different is in the first one, you're attributing whatever's happening to you to something that is external to your control. You saying that it's uh, a God or any higher power, whatever that is testing you, you know, Okay. Uh, that is called external locus of control. When you attribute things that happen to you to something that is external to you hmm. and internal locus of control is when you, if something bad happens, you take that inwards and think that, um, yeah, this is something I have to work to. I can uh, change, you know, I can... I do that. Yeah, it depends on the person. So uh, basically our tests would be designed to pick on these characteristics where you would be asked to choose from a multiple choice questionnaire, select what what your thinking was and that would determine what your locus of control was. Son um, of a gun. Yeah, so the locus of control is a concept that defines how much power people have over what what happens in their lives. Sometimes with an external locus of control, you would believe that you don't have much control over what's happening. Uh, You're more likely to succumb to Fate, you know someone with an internal locus of control believes that they control their own life and the events anything that happens they have control over it uh, so women on average score higher than men on external locus of control that is they are likely that to think that things that happen to them are beyond their control so I mean that's could be one of the reasons like man when I have my period okay I'm just gonna have a sh- I
0: can't help it and it's out of my control.
1: (laughs) I guess because we're used to fighting everything, uh, our lives. So maybe it's like, yes, you know, these are things that will come along in your way that you do not, uh, you know, control. So. So that's why when you're on your morning commute, you would just open your astrology app and like check out your horoscope. Yeah, Lord, (laughs) Just to make you feel good. I want to look and
0: make sure I don't like run somebody over on the road while I'm in rush hour traffic. So I have to check my horoscope to make sure it's going to be a good month. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but, but coming back uh, to our earlier discussion, I want to go back to talking about, like, the modern day reincarnation of witches. Like, let's, mm. let's go back to today's witches. Yeah. So, Papu found this manifesto, all right, by a group of self-proclaimed witches. Okay. So, this is what it says, this manifesto. I love this, Papu. Where do you find this stuff? Did you like go on witch forums and like Reddit groups and be like, "Yo, uh, witches of the internet, I need." I to-
1: basically asked Google that. Witches of the internet, please give me your wisdom. Oh, so
0: <laughs> they replied and said, "The manifesto says witches have always been women who dared to be." Oh, I love it. Groovy, courageous, aggressive, intelligent, nonconformist, explorative, curious, independent sexually liberated revolutionary oh my god you are a witch by being female untamed angry joyous and immortal wow oh my god i tick every every box in this i get a check mark i can't think of one which i'm not a part of You know,
1: that's that's a very strong powerful statement in fact all of us should print it and keep it on our workplace you know (laughs) like let that energy radiate throughout your day girl
0: i love it i love it no, no, nothing in there. Like I don't want to embrace and it. And
1: I think the word "witch" carries so many negative connotations. So in a way, it is to reclaim the word uh, and to summon the power that it holds. You know, in our uh, that's what modern day witches. Uh, in air quotes, try to do. And I found this really cool quote by the author for this book called The Spiral Dance, which became like a modern day feminist manifesto. And she wrote that to reclaim the word witch is to reclaim our right as women to be powerful as men to know the feminine within is divine oh i love it yeah you're just getting more in tune with yourself and you know when you think about it when she said uh to, uh, to know the feminine within uh, is divine i feel like when you even talk about periods you know and how they are linked to the moon right so women by nature have Wait, a, what they are yeah that's why the phases of the moon are supposed to be um like if you look at um uh lore olden dared lore that was supposed to be the the um, uh, you have a month cycle and it kind of syncs up to the phases of the moon oh so, my god i didn't know this i had no idea sorry please go on yeah uh so i guess uh we all like just being women and again i'm being a bit turfy here because i'm excluding uh those who are not genetically but you get it people who have periods right that's the right way to put it at this place turfy what's turfy please explain that uh to. trans trans exclusion uh, excluding feminists so uh when i when i when i just said women but again i'm just guys you know just spewing stuff that we read on google please okay um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
0: please go on about uh, the, so, the spiral yeah, dance. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah,
1: and when we talk uh, about uh, modern day witch, witcha, whatever. So it's true. A lot of young women nowadays identify themselves as practicing white witchcraft. You know, so it's um, white witchcraft. So it, it's as opposed uh, to it, no. Well, so as to do good, white witches are those who do good. Then do than do harm, right? They do not uh, throw spells or voodoo witches who uh, stick on. pins. you have
0: to clarify. You don't mean white people witches. No. You mean what? Good and bad. Good and bad. So white is good and yes. black is bad. The good witches. So this is a racist undertone okay. to that. Please go on. All right. So white witchcraft, but we don't mean white people good,
1: witchcraft. Good witchcraft. Okay. Good witchcraft. Positive. <laughs> so th- Positive witchcraft. Yes, that is focused on doing good, which is to... Bring healing, oh. bring luck, uh, give strength. Uh, all of these are good things, and that's what you Crystal use. Crystal energy, right? Like To connect. I totally feel... The rose quartz yeah. is gonna bring the positivity to me. Yeah, yeah. get the crystal dildo, stick it up.
0: <laughs> wow, all right. Okay, papu go on. Right.
1: <laughs> just what, went
0: for it. <laughs> when you
1: think about it, you know, witches <laughs> like to ride a piece of wood. So uh,
0: there you go. <laughs> 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 but, Oh, oh, Papu, you're making me blush. I love it. When Papu cracks like naughty little sex, um, you know, little tidbits out of nowhere, I always get so excited because it's so naughty and subtle. (laughs) I don't see it coming ever. (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, So I love this. So positive witchcraft. Yes. 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 So, like tarot will also come under that. It will come under that, and and also because you know I uh, kind of follow a YouTuber. I fell into this uh, hole, and I really like her energy. She calls herself. Uh, her name is Kendra, and it's Pretty Boss TV, and she's a black witch. And by black witch, do you mean she's black person who's also? Pra- she's a black person. Who, uh, Do you see how I, this would have been confusing? <laughs> yes, I know. This would have been very, very confusing. I know I shouldn't have put the white ahead. Uh, I didn't think this through. So she is a, yeah. she's an
0: African-American witch that practices positive magic yes
1: african-american there we go i i really like her videos because uh, uh, on a lot of her videos sometimes when she's doing like readings for her viewers and um, just in general and she does a lot of these guided meditations around certain dates uh, for Ooh. your feminine energy and uh, i really
0: dig her stuff oh I'm, I'm on her thing right now how to take a spiritual bath, and
1: and her voice is so meditative and so sexy and sultry. But salty. she's so boring looking, papu. Like there's no black pointed hat or like big I green know. nose. When she Uh-oh. starts talking, you will be mesmerized by her energy. So, mm. All right, yeah. okay. Uh, well, so um, talking about special days, by the way, I just want to let our uh, viewers know that today's supposed to be Hunter Moon. Hunter Moon. Hunter's Ooh. Moon uh, in Aries. It means it's time to get kinky. That's what it says on Refinery29. Oh, and, uh, oh that's what you sent me. I was reading
0: that and I was like, this is... This whole witch uh, <laughs> thing we're doing is getting more and more exciting by the minute. Okay, so tell us more about the hunter's moon, please.
1: Okay, the hunter moon follows uh, the harvest moon, which was last month. Um, and uh, apparently, and actually it's Sharat uh, Purnima also. So see, there you go. A lot of religions, which is uh, Indian um, Hindu thing where the moon is supposed to be really bright and you um, you know it's a it, the ideal way to make take benefit of it is go to the terrace at night time soak up the rays of the moon because it's supposed to be the brightest and um, yeah maybe you can do like a little guided meditation for yourself just ask for all that energy um if you are into crystals, it, this would be a great time for you to kind of wash your crystals and let them out in the moonlight so that they you energize them, just like a battery, perhaps. Uh, you could do that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Oh, so it says in folklore, the hunter's moon is named so because it is time to go hunt, hunting and prepare for winter. But um, this time, uh, it's uh, according to this time of the year. It's very supposed to be very transformative, and uh, you will you're likely to see sudden and drastic changes in relationships and in power uh, status quo. You know, so it's hmm. a great time to, you know, maybe get sexy with your partner. And I do feel a little more horned up lately. Is that yeah. because of
0: the moon? Yeah. Better listen to my libido
1: because the moon <laughs> is on fire tonight. It's like Linkin Uh Don't you know that Shakira song? Oh, there's a wolf in, in the, the, the closet. Forest. Ow! Ow.
0: <laughs> that was like the one Shakira song I know. <laughs> Yeah. So by the way Papu, are there such a thing as male witches? There are, right? Like it's huh. I think we'd call them I mean according to Harry Potter
1: folklore they would be wizards or I mean what? S- that is uh, something even I'm struggling with. Uh according to Harry Potter they're called wizards but you know what when you say the word wizard what comes to your mind gandalf from lord of the rings exactly someone old oh, wise and powerful learned,
0: right and when you say witch yeah. you think of somebody evil and like old and crotchety hunched over yeah yeah mm. wait so hermine hermione is a witch is that was that she's a witch oh my god yeah i don't oh shit okay she's cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, okay, interesting, okay, yeah, but when you look at uh, for example, if you look at uh, Sabrina, then you have warlock. that's the word right, that is and again, that sounds like a powerful like a warrior, right? warlock so yeah,
0: warlock I mean, yeah would
1: you would you rather have sex with a witch or a
0: warlock? yeah I Sorry. <laughs> Wait,
1: yeah, I would have sex with the Red Witch from, you know, GOT. Oh, damn. Right, right, right. She was a witch. Uh, Melisandre. She has the sweetest ass
0: I've ever seen on TV. She does have a nice butt. But Papu, we can't talk about Game of Thrones too soon. Okay? Too soon. Okay. Too soon. Too soon. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yes, Papu, I think this was really cool, all this information. I
1: think, uh, you know, women, if anything, to get women to come together as a group and kind of just uh share that sisterhood is a good thing if witches and spells and you know uh reading horoscopes is something that connects you then you go girlfriend like yeah papu is into
0: all this stuff and i'm starting to get into it because of her (laughs) (laughs) i've never read my horoscope now without fail i'll read it and i'm like fine let me see what papu's horoscope says too uh I do that for you too. It's just like I do that, and sometimes I'll tell my husband, "I'm like, all right, you want me to read your horoscope?" And he's like, "What? Shut up!" And I'm like, "Fine, whatever." He's like, "He's like, I thought you didn't believe in that stuff," and I'm like, "I don't off anyway." uh <laughs> thanks Babu. yeah i'm glad i'm glad
1: i'm a positive influence in your marriage
0: <laughs> so Papu, you had a really cool uh you had a really cool thing that you wanted to mention uh you have a top 10 yes. list of witchy movies Yay, to watch boo-hoo. that you want to share with
1: our listeners just keep up top 10 witchy movies to watch list. yes 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 Five for me and five for five you. Five for
0: me and five for you. Okay, wait, I have to think of five movies. Got it. All right. Start, girl. Give us, share oh, yeah. Share
1: your knowledge. Right. First, number one is Hocus Pocus for obvious reasons. Like, I mean, yes. it's amazing, right? Like, I did not know that was Sarah Jessica Parker, by the way, since the longest time. She was great. All the three sisters were amazing. Uh,
0: every kid should watch it. Every kid should watch it. And it's got Bette Midler in it. And it's got... Um, what's her name what's that beautiful other woman the evil witch oh, <laughs> I don't know Michelle Pfeiffer oh Isn't yes
1: it? oh yeah she's yes. there oh yeah she's got a gorgeous face yeah well yeah uh, why do
0: you think kids should watch it what's What's the what, well, why I do you think f-
1: I, I thought it's something that uh, um, you know kids movies are really hard uh, to make uh, in the sense that as a kid sometimes you watch something and you love it but there's a lot of thinking that's gone inside to make it uh, you know the, the right amount of scary and the right amount of exciting and I think Hocus Pocus is a movie that even grown-ups when they watch it they enjoy oh, it so, it's a
0: classic if they yeah. ever remake this movie I'm gonna kill them I swear yeah, to God exactly. it's perfect You're gonna riot. don't touch it riot. <laughs> don't yes. touch this movie alright okay yeah. next number
1: two is Muckley. now have you watched the movie? do you remember it? I watched it a very long time ago and I was scared yeah yes so I think it was written by Gulzar. And again, it's like a really good story. Just like I said about Hocus Pocus, it's, it's a kid's story. It's about a kid who, uh, you know, like uh, there is a witch in the village and you're supposed to give feed a chicken to the witch or something. But Shabana Azmi is the witch and she plays such a delightful and terrifying witch. Uh, and I love the child actress, the little girl, who happens to you know be dared to get into her house and the whatever shenanigans that ensue um, I think that's a very beautifully made uh, you know kids movie Hindi kids Bollywood kids movie about witches which is scary and fun Um, next is Practical Magic I just watched this movie uh, and it is a movie if you want to watch Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman like oh when they were yes. in the 20s yeah oh yeah I remember this movie this was a good
0: feel-good movie I yeah
1: it. it was a feel-good movie and I really liked it because there's so many memorable lines where I was watching it I was kind of scribbling it in my notepad like some of the memorable lines I'll say is like chocolate cake for breakfast midnight margaritas and nocturnal palm reading sessions and then there was Since when is being a slut a crime in this family? Oh, I like that one. Yeah. So it's a really cool movie about these two young girls who are brought up by their uh, aunts, both of them who are witches. And uh, I love how they have this very witchy aesthetic. Again, when I was talking about positive witchcraft or witchcraft for good, if you watch this movie, you will know what I mean. Because what they do Mm. is they use like spells and magic and stuff To do good things, you know. In fact, uh, Sandra Bullock, she has a little apothecary where she sells handmade soap and essence and stuff to women. So, yeah, it's really cool. Um, Okay. Another movie that I want to add, which I spoke about last week, was The Love Witch. Now, uh, this... The Love Witch? Oh, right. Yeah. So, this is my movie recommendation. I don't think a lot of people would have seen it, but go check it out uh it's uh, made in 29 uh, 2016 so it's pretty recent so it's written directed produced and edited by a woman it's just one woman who did all of these things uh so it's an indie movie it's a low budget movie but i love it's very campy 70s aesthetic nice. uh, there's a lot nice. of medieval cosplaying so it's the basic stories about this witch who comes to town who is um, you know Uh, She tries to seduce men and uh, cast love spells on them because she really wants a guy to complete her. And, you know, when she does find a guy who falls in love with her, is under her spell, she realizes that's not what she wants. Uh, So it's got a very feminist message also. Um, I would say check it out. And I love it for its very camp factor. And um, finally, now this is something which does not fall under a witch, but I will add it anyways. It's the movie Nagin. Oh,
0: that's pretty witchy. You can still put that, I feel, in the same spectrum. Yeah, I know
1: it's not a witchy movie, but as you said, it falls into that because, uh, you know, it's Indian supernatural. So this comes under that. Um, When I was reading up, so by the way, uh, before doing this podcast, I actually uh, speed watched the movie. So that to bring myself, uh, just to remind myself about why this stuck with me. Uh, so did you know that in, the movie came out in 1989? At that time, it okay. was the second highest grossing Indian movie with a female lead, you know? Oh, you go, Sri Devi, RIP. Yeah, if, mm. even if you look at the poster... It has a giant face of Sridevi and the male actors are like small little pictures over there. So you can, you know, who's the star of the show in this one. And it, it has that whole, con, you know, the the seducing
0: people with her snake dance and being able to transform. And oh, it was it was amazing. That was a classic. And it really like marked Sridevi in Bollywood cinema as being like a powerful, you know, yeah. like she could carry a movie easily.
1: So... These are my top five witchy movie recommendations. All right. um,
0: So for me, the first one I have to put on there is The Craft. (laughs) Do you remember The Craft? This was, oh my God, this was my generation.
1: Uh, Light as a feather, strong as... What's that? Light as a feather, strong as... Stone. Light as a friend. Strong yeah, it's okay. a stone. But it was
0: a really amazing uh, movie. It came out in my era when I was a teen in 1996. And it had Firuza Balk, who had like these crazy big eyes and Nev Campbell, who was like hot in that time and then they had a black witch and as well
1: it's also the aesthetic of the three girls right like they like doc Martins and skirts they and were
0: so hot <laughs> they were like little sexy goth girls in like like catholic school girls yeah. almost with like really small skirts and they were so sexy like i dude i was going through my goth phase like i wanted to dress like i was in catholic school <laughs> so i really wanted to dress like these girls and it was about these outcast teenage girls in this high school mm-hmm. and they basically you know became witches too to ruin yeah. to ruin the people that were wronging them. It was so powerful. I loved it. Of course it didn't have like the best ending in terms of it didn't end for well for them, but it was great. Yeah. It was awesome. You guys. Classic. It's a classic.
1: It's a great girlfriend movie to a watch. Dumb, great. Oh god, yeah, it's a really good
0: chick flick to watch. Um, and then uh the other movie that I was going to pick, uh, doesn't necessarily have to do with the uh the movie per se, but the character uh, Maleficent from um, S- no. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, you
1: can go for that. Yeah, she's a witch. Yeah, so
0: Maleficent. I of course Sleeping Beauty from that was like the early movie. I love the art. uh, uh
1: Disney movies like the villains were much more interesting. Much more than interesting.
0: The... From Ursula, the sea witch. Ursula was a sea yeah. witch. Maleficent. There you go. Another witch. Yeah, Maleficent yeah. was a witch, and they were so powerful. I I'm not. I hate the Angelina Jolie Maleficent. Okay, I hate her because she's so. <laughs> they get gave her this stupid emotional backstory where I was like, let's let her be evil, please, for f- sake. Uh, I love Maleficent. So uh, she was, that was one of my favorite movies as well. And then uh, another one that I really liked was The Wizard of Oz. Again, the characters, there was Ooh, the
1: Wicked yeah. Witch of the
0: West and then there was uh, Glinda the Good Witch. That's a great holiday movie to watch yes, too. Yes, it is. There was Glinda the Good Witch of the North and then there was the Wicked Witch of mm. the West, and then there was the Wicked Witch of her, the East. So there was a lot of witches yeah. in that movie, actually, and it was awesome. I loved them. I loved them all. Um, and then the latest movie I had seen with my husband that scared the bejeezers out of me was this movie called The Witch that came out like four years oh, ago.
1: Oh yes, that is like oh that that is scary because it's very atmospheric, right? It's
0: Terrifying! Like my husband, like loves horror, and he was obsessed with that movie. And like a dumb dumb, I sat and watched it with him, and I (laughs) had straight up nightmares that night. It, but it was really scary. Like it, it ended with this crazy uh, scene of witches in the air and all these women naked and just like howling to the moon. It was was good. The sounds in
1: that movie, they they did a pretty good job. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, but yeah, have, that's only four. No, that's five because I put in Ursula, the sea witch. Yeah, so that's me. Those are all my witches. There's a lot of witches, Papu. They're great. I love witches. Such So, so cool.
1: now, okay. So I think we should uh, go to the next part of our show. Yes, please. Which is... The tarot reading. I'm so excited about this. Oh my god. Oh my
0: god, Papu. So can I please mention something to our listeners? So I've been in like different phases of my life where I just ended up befriending certain kind of women, girls, and then you know women. So when I was in high school, there was a friend of mine who was like into crystal energy, and she did my tarot reading. And then in college, I had a really close friend who I was roommates with. Uh, And she 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 used to also uh, practice all you know moon energy and all this stuff. And she did my tarot. Okay. And now in this phase of my life, my my you know now close friend Papu is also going to read my tarot. So obviously (laughs) I have a type.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you always uh, associated with witches. So that's good company. I think
0: because it grounds me, oddly enough, because I'm such like a cynic and I'm so blah about the world. I love my Manic Pixie Dream girlfriends because it just makes life a little more interesting being around them, Aww. I guess. You know, pe- you know mm-hmm. I like it. It's fun. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm really excited <laughs> toots, about toots. this because I don't know why I haven't done this for you, but actually I'm not... Yeah, what the hell, Papu? Yeah, well, maybe because I... Um, I don't really do this for other people. I just do it for myself. I'm not someone who's an expert. I'm still learning. And uh, I think uh, this is the first time I'm doing it remotely for someone like this. Like, Can you tell our listeners, like, just give us a brief history on tarot? Yes, I, of course. And I, M- will, by I will tarot. give a little history about this. Yes. Uh, so there are lots of different types of tarot cards that you can get uh, if you go to a shop or a bookstore Uh, this particular the most popular one is the really scary tarot that you see it's I think the Crowley tarot which has uh, the death and destruction the fool and like things like that right when you see in movies like you see these really scary tarots so that's most probably the Crowley deck Uh, so you have different decks From which you get it. But the tarot deck which I use, and this is my first tarot deck, I have not had any experience before, is uh, part of uh, the Zen tarot deck. Which is... You know, it is something that uh, I'd gone on a trip to Nepal. It was a solo trip. I was, I wandered into this bookshop and uh, I was just thinking about tarot. It was just out of nowhere the day before. And when I was just paying for my book, like on a whim, I asked the guy, do you have any tarot decks? And he's like, oh, let me check. And then he had just one box, which was a little battered looking. And he said, I just have this. And he said, uh, I'll give you a discount because it was uh, a little damaged. And I, I saw that as a sign and I was like, yes, I'll take it. So um, this is my first deck. Uh, so the reason I like the Zen Tarot deck is because it is positive. So you will not see anything. Uh, first of all, it does not give you any gloom or doom kind of messages. Uh, any, any kind of reading that you see talks about the here and now. So if there is a card that comes up in your reading, it just, it does not talk about your past or future much. It talks about you in the present, current, time in your life, what you would be seeing or what to expect. Let's do
0: this, Papua. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So t- tell me what you're doing first. Like, well, what's the first step? Because our listeners can't really see what you're doing right now. You should talk your way through it.
1: Right. OK. So I have my deck of cards right now in my hands. Uh, I'm going to, there are a lot of different uh, readings that you can do. When you say readings, um, you know, sometimes you can uh, uh, have like four card reading. Uh, sometimes it's six or 12. I'll do the most simplest one for you, which is a single card uh, reading where it, uh, it it's called a quickie because uh, okay yeah it just sort of uh, it, it just sort of uh, tells you what to expect, you know um, So okay. usually if someone were, if you were in front of me, I would ask you to pick the card physically, but since you are not there, Uh, I'm talking to you right now. So I hope this will form like a good connection for me to um, when I'm talking to you with my cards. And um, yeah, do you have any expectations that um, you would want? But how do
0: you do your tarot when you're looking for answers? What do you do?
1: When I am looking for answers for myself, I'm usually thinking about uh, when I do the quickie, which is for myself, I'm usually looking for answers. Like uh, if I, my fa- head feels a little muddled or I, not always, sometimes it's if I'm feeling like very positive and grounded, I just want some affirmation just uh, to say, yeah, what I'm thinking is right. Just an, uh, a dispassionate, um, you know, unbiased voice to tell me, yeah, okay, this is okay. What I'm thinking is right. Um Uh, surprisingly enough a lot of times i've used this for uh uh, uh, for my dates (laughs) in a certain way (laughs) he loves me he loves me not yes i know right and you know whatever uh, that's where these cards uh, have really surprised me because there have been instances where i've picked the same card which is what you know at different which card for the same person, you know, like, uh, for example, when I was doing one, re- this person, I picked the friendliness card uh, two times, different occasions, but when I was thinking about him or whatever, it's always...
0: So that means he's been friend-zoned. Yes. Nothing's yes. going to come yes. out of that. Mm, uh, that's the friend-zoned, co- I see.
1: Again, it, it does not, it depends on the context. For you, if that comes out, that means maybe looking for uh, opening up to other people, you know? Again, it's objective. It depends on. Okay. Um yeah. So, uh recently like when I was uh, uh thinking about someone else, I had the same card come on two different readings. Like uh it was it was really eerie and not eerie, but like I felt good. I felt like because I felt like I had a connection with my deck. So I felt good. Uh so yeah. I think I'm ready what I'm gonna do is because uh, uh, there's not much place on this I'm gonna put this here I'm gonna lay out my deck uh, fan it across the table here and uh, all right so I did your quickie and uh, the card that I picked up is can you see it
0: fighting oh
1: it says fighting there is a green diamond in the center which shows that this is a suit of uh, clouds. Now, the thing about clouds, suit of clouds is it usually deals with an aspect of your mind. So uh, the good thing about this deck, uh, about this gray element card, is that anything that it, uh, the reading that it shows, it's something that is transient, you know. It's not a very lasting aspect of what you're here and now is it shows a man uh, who is in armor who is surrounded by clouds. Um, you know, it's he's surrounded by storm clouds. And in the storm clouds, you can see two figures like, uh, you know, uh, with each other. And the guy in the armor has his fists up. He's got his defenses up, in a way. And he is uh, there. So I'm going to just read out the... Uh, I'm going to read it out. So... Okay, Okay. so uh, the fighting card, I'll keep the card here while I read it out. Okay, so the figure in this card is completely covered in armor. Only his glare of rage is visible, and the whites of the knuckles on his clenched fist. If you look closely at the armor, you can see it's covered with buttons, ready to detonate if anybody so much as brushes up against them. In the background, we see the shadowy movie that plays in the man's mind, two figures fighting for a castle. An explosive temper or a smoldering rage often masks a deep feeling of pain. We think that if we frighten people away, we can avoid being hurt even more. In fact, just the opposite is the case. By covering your wounds with armor, we are preventing them from being healed. By lashing out at others, we are keeping ourselves from getting the love and nourishment we need. In this description, if this description seems to fit you, it's time to stop fighting. There is so much love available to you if you just let it in. Start by forgiving yourself. You were worth Oh, it.
0: that hit way too close to home, Papu.
1: Well, a lot of times when I do a reading for myself, I talk out loud. I see the picture and when I'm talking out loud, it gives me... Helps me um, frame my issues out loud. Um, in this case, like, the guy is in the ma- armor, is maybe keeping your defenses up, just like I said before, you know. Protecting yourself um, is something that it's kind of reminding you. It, it gently... These cards, I feel like it, I like this deck is because it gently nudges your attention without forcing some in, in something in your face. It just gently nudges your attention to something and, uh, you know, asks you to reframe the context in a certain way that you don't see yourself as a victim and but see as a work in progress. So it's uh, that's why I, I kind of like this deck because it's kind of showed me in some times when I'm, you know, just confused. So, Oh,
0: thank you, Papu. So do I get to have more cards, or it's just usually one card Um, you go with?
1: Well, for the live reading, because I don't want to bore our readers, uh, but I'm available for, you know, extra readings if you are interested.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, Papu just did this amazing pose of putting her hands together, and she totally looked like, you are an oracle in the making, Papu. (laughs) Papu can do your tarot reading for you
1: yeah like uh so you know there are uh, one of my other favorite uh, um, uh reading that i do is the three card reading which uh, talks about your um, your present your past life influences and your insight so uh when i say past life influences is basically your current life it's just like when you say past life when you were not in your current state that's what i meant okay so um I think that would be a really good, uh, insightful read for you, which I can do for you later when you want me to. Um, Because I've done that for my roomie and it yielded some very um, good insights for her. Did it shake her up a
0: little bit? Be like, oh.
1: Yeah, it did. Like, the thing is, uh, when you see these, these are no revelations. You know, they are truths that you know yourself. It's just that you have an external, unbiased source to just like, point them to you that was really
0: cool Papu thank you so much for doing that uh I hope our listeners also really enjoyed that I wonder how many people we're gonna have reaching out to us and being like oh my god I do tarot too or can you have Papu do my tarot Mm -hmm. so Papu offers readings everybody oh
1: yeah totally I'm I'm gonna take a picture and maybe when we post this episode we can also post a picture of the reading we should
0: totally do that so is that is that it pop-ups it for our witchy episode?
1: So well that's that from us. Um yeah. So do you
0: want to ask me what my outfit is going to be for Halloween yet?
1: Oh yes, thank you for reminding me. What is your outfit going to be?
0: So I'm just going to dress up for work because over here everybody dresses up for work like it's just very normal. Okay. So I'm going to yeah. dress up as Judge Judy.
1: Your favorite. Oh, my God. Isn't isn't that also a um, um, uh, Broad City thing? Didn't they the, do a Judge Judy?
0: I don't remember. No? But if they did, I'm not surprised. For those of you who don't yeah. know, Judge Judy has been running for over 25 years mm-hmm. on uh, television in America. She is feisty. She is in control and oh my god she gives me life and nobody messes with Judge Judy. I'm gonna dress up as her in a judge's outfit gonna get a red wig and a mallet and I'm gonna say her favourite lines like, um is not an answer or... (laughs)
1: She's uh, <laughs> like the school teacher
0: <laughs> No, no, she's amazing She's like, don't mess with me, this is my playpen <laughs> Oh my god <gasps> Dude, she gives me life So I'm totally going to dress up as Judge Judy I'm going to embody her spirit And I'm going to own it this Halloween I'm so excited That's my cosplay, my first cosplay Yay Judge Judy, wow. I know
1: I love her so 25 much. Twenty-five years, huh? Wow,
0: dude, I love her so much. She's so badass, and she's an advocate for children. She's amazing. She's really amazing. She just says it like it is. I love. Her. She's my hero. So
1: okay, yeah, that's a cool costume. Thanks.
0: Yeah, I could do zombie mm-hmm. Jud Judy too, but that's too much effort. So I don't know. I'll see how I feel that day. Maybe vampire Judge Judy. I'll probably buy like some just to you know Halloween it up <laughs> a little. <laughs>
1: well yeah but
0: what about you pups do you have a my
1: name? costume all right so if i were to gonna to do a witch maybe no yes no maybe so, so i would be i would be dressed as uh, a character from my favorite web uh comic which i'm following which i'm uh, i'm a fan of it's uh, called lore olympus it's a modern day retelling of uh, uh the lore of Hades, uh, so I would be dressed as Persephone, who is the goddess of spring and the queen of the underworld. So basically, what that would mean would be like imagine a, 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 a Princess Bubblegum, but with bondage gear. So for example, oh, my. she would be like she would be uh, there would be like a leather neck uh, piece or maybe some harnesses and some. White flowy dresses and pink hair, and there would be a crown of thorns and with roses because she's also got a spring. Yeah, oh so, my god, this is perfect.
0: you're one of those <laughs> those cosplayer Halloween people where people can be like, Oh my god, what are you dressed as? I'm like a slutty firefighter or a slutty minion, and you're like, Let me give you the anthology of what I am. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, <laughs> I can to see like people at a party being like, Holy shit, this girl's deep. That's intense, Papu. I love it. I love it. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You should keep
0: little business cards to just hand to people when they ask you what you are. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> Next time, when I'm there, I will make good use of your printer. Oh God, yes. And your yes. artistic
0: ability. No, totally. I love that costume, Papu. <laughs> it sounds intense. It'll be great when your mom wants to see a photo.
1: Huh, beta? What are you dressed up for Halloween? Senna? No, she doesn't know the concept <laughs> of it. It's a fancy dress competition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute.
1: Yeah, it's fancy dress. Where, by the way, have you ever dressed for fancy dress when you were young?
0: Yeah, my mother forced me into a hallo, what, in, into what, what a Hawaiian outfit. Um, The whole picture, uh, all the photos are of me bawling my eyes out. Because she made one out of jhadu, you know, jhadu <laughs> material. So she made <laughs> yes, the skirt yes. out of jhadu. It's so itchy. Yeah, and then she put flowers all around me and I cried the whole whole time I had oh, it on no. I look beautiful when I look at the photos now I look gorgeous and she worked so hard on it but all I did oh, was no. cry so that was the last time I really <laughs> dressed up wow. as a kid <laughs> what about I you I was
1: dressed as a uh, when I was just four years old as a school teacher so my mom wrapped her sari around me like really folded it so that it's my size and I had this little book of nursery rhymes and I went to the stage and I would recite the nursery rhymes like and I won a tiffin box, uh, steel tiffin box that I still have right now. <laughs> Please tell me of
0: a photograph.
1: No, I don't oh. think my mom.
0: Oh. Mm. That's very cute, Papu. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. So I think that's it for our episode. I love it. This bewitching hour. All right
1: then.
0: I'm so excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna embrace my witchdom and
1: uh, prepare for your Thanksgiving, your first married
0: Canadian Thanksgiving. Yes, your first married, Canadian, married Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes, my mother-in-law and her sister are coming, so I better get in the kitchen. <laughs> I have to show my chops. <laughs> I'm ordering a chicken, so I'm a little scared about what. She's- I'm like what? Oh, turkey? name, ye kiya no actually my mother-in-law is not like that at all but yes all right guys so have a wonderful rest of your week and we will be back in two weeks this time i promise i won't be sick anymore and papu won't be leaving for diwali will she maybe who knows we'll figure it out all right then (laughs) all right take care everybody Bye. bye
1: Hey guys, this is Pappu, the other half of Chuskipop. If you like what you hear, then give us a follow. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. You can also support the show on Patreon and buying our prints on Chuskipop.com. Perfect, excellent, wonderful cello done.
0: हेलो होता है कुछ सर्दी लग गई है एतराज नाम तो थोड़ी सी ब्रांडी ले हम दवाई समझ कर लीजिए ये लीजिए
1: की क्या जरूरत है आपको तो नहीं
0: जी नहीं मुझे क्यात आ सकता है क्या बदतमीजी रही है सामने दीवार पर देखो ब्रांडी का रंग नीला ब्रांडी नहीं जहर का रंग नीला होता है क्योंकि जिसके साथ तुम शराब पी रहे थे वो औरत नहीं नागिन थी वो देखो